step inside the Hello and welcome to Inside the Wooniverse, Woo Squared. That's a little bit of woo times two. In these shorter episodes, you're going to hear more of me, like an audio journal on universal topics like abundance, resilience, working with the moon, manifestation, meditation, and much, much more. Inside the Woo. Hey, everybody, I'm here with my executive producer, Connie DeLetti. Okay, Connie, what is in the Wooniversal Consciousness for today? What are we going to dig into? So over the weekend, I came across an article and it intrigued me, so I thought I'd bring it to you. It was on CNN in the health section, and the title said this, Is the world facing a crisis, Mm. a spiritual distress? Yes. And here's one of the quotes from the article that I thought would be a great starting off point. So it said, all of a sudden, people were dealing with really intense existential and spiritual distress as a result of the beginning of the COVID pandemic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this, of course, you know, is speaking about the collective grief and the loneliness and, you know, everything that the pandemic has caused and how we've all been affected in some way. Um, So I just want to start maybe by posing this question to you, Colette. In what way do you feel spirituality plays a part in us all moving forward? And it plays a huge part. Here's the thing. People's certainty was thrown off. Like we take for granted that we leave our house, we see people, we communicate, Mm -hmm. we congregate. A society needs to be social. Otherwise, it's not a society. We have to be in connection to each other. We have no morality either if we are not able to be connected Mm -hmm. to each other. And so the spiritual distress is that there is a reckoning to ask ourselves how much of our certainty has been determined by the outer world, right? So I think that's really been the existential concept of an existential meaning, of course, you know, what is the meaning of life? Like, why am I here? And then also, you know, the threat of dying was so huge and it was global. It wasn't like just one place, a lot of fear took hold. And when we have fear, we can't hold fear and faith equally in the same, right? So there's a sense of how do I survive? And our instinct for survival got triggered and that's what got traumatized, right? So we now have this narrow potential because our Mm -hmm. brains shut down, right? And we're only looking for perceived threats. If we're only looking for perceived threats or we're in that constant fight, flight, freeze, fawn attached, mm-hmm. if you want to look at a complexity of, of the trauma response or the, uh, the inability to trust and have faith because you are, you are thinking, what do I need to do to stay safe? As opposed mm-hmm. to, I trust and have faith in this invisible power that can give me a sense of certainty, but not necessarily certainty around materialism. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like a spiritual certainty has nothing to do with what is yes, or what like, isn't. So would you say it's like the difference between a definitive outcome receiving that versus a definitive feeling of being safe and connected? Yes, 100%. So this is a really good um, example. There was um, there was a story around the Vietnam War 
Okay, so you know what? I'm going to read something mm. for you because it is so profoundly pertinent to the question that you asked, which is mm. what is the Stockdale paradox? So during the Vietnam War, there was an admiral named Jim Stockdale who was the highest ranking U.S. military officer in a prisoner of war camp for eight years. He was there for eight years during the height of the Vietnam War. So think about that, eight years in a prisoner of war camp. The concept that came out of his experience is called the Stockdale paradox is that you must maintain unwavering faith that you can and will prevail in the end regardless of the difficulties and that at the same time have the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality whatever they may be so this was all about hope so to answer your question this is perfect uh, it's a perfect analogy to the to the answer that when somebody hopes specifically to get a certain thing when will the pandemic be over when are we going back to normal you know where there's this attachment to the hope that this one thing will happen when I want it to. So there's a bit of a denial of the brutality of the fact that this pandemic was the way it was, mm-hmm. right? There was mm-hmm. people who were like, no, I'm in denial. I'm just, but I'm going to hope for this exact thing. And then it yes. doesn't come, mm-hmm. right? And, and the story of Admiral Stockdale was that in the POW camp, the soldiers who were holding on to hope that they would be released on Christmas were so depressed after that didn't happen. Like they, they just withered. Whereas mm-hmm. his leadership was all about prevailing, dealing with the most worst brutality that they'd ever experienced, but trusted in the divine and trusted in hope that mm-hmm. there would be hope, that they would prevail at some point. So that they held on to the concept of hope and faith beyond the date, the date mm-hmm. stamp on, when will we get out? And they were in there for five years. Yeah, like you say, the this is kind of like releasing that attachment to the yes. outcome, specific outcome. Releasing attachment to the specific outcome. So this is really about genuine hope. I think the spiritual crisis was about our attachments, attachments to a way of life, attachments to you know how we took certain things for granted in our society, especially the idea of isolation, you know, how many people were isolated in the pandemic Mm -hmm. and what it did to their mental health Mm -hmm. and still doing, right? You know, that you cannot isolate human beings. We are pack animals. You know, we are meant to be in a society. A society can have morality and value and ethics, et cetera, when it is social, Mm -hmm. when there is community. But when community goes, like that's why you're seeing so much a turmoil now, like a road rage and you see more crime and you see all the upticks of the things that we wish were not there is mm-hmm. because of the amount of isolation that people mm-hmm. have gone through. So the spiritual crisis that you brought up mm-hmm. is about coming back to that sense of community and focus around our spirituality. And our spirituality is not divested from our humanity. It is being spiritual through our humanity. And part of that is to acknowledge the other as the same as you, mm-hmm. right? To have compassion. Compassion is is that step that we need that I think has been so lacking. I mean, the amount of divisiveness, that's why I rarely go on in the internet. I, I don't even know what's going on half the time. I don't scroll on, I don't mm-hmm. doom scroll. I don't do any of that anymore. <laughs> I, no, mm-hmm. I paint instead yeah. just because yeah. it can be so damaging to your psyche. And that's the issue too, that you're seeing all of this 
fallout. What is spiritual here? When you've asked that question, where's my spirituality here in the division? You know, and it isn't, it doesn't exist there. So how do we bring it back? So the distress, the spiritual distress is about finding new ways of having that direct dialogue with the divine and living it. What does that look like now? Should we pull a card on that? Let's pull a card on that. Let's pull a card. Yes, let's do that. So let's pull a card on... What do we need to know about the spiritual distress? Is that, you know, brought of all... How do we heal it? How How do do we we heal heal it? it? Perfect. How do we heal the spiritual distress? Let's pull this card. Exchanging gifts. Mm. Yeah, exchanging gifts. So we heal it by being part of community, right? For however Mm. we can. Exchanging Mm -hmm. gifts is I bring me, you bring you, and we exchange that. This is about a sense of, again, no longer othering the other, having that Mm -hmm. connection. There's nuance. I think that's the other thing that I really believe Mm -hmm. that part of the way that our, our society needs to heal is to retrieve the beauty of nuance and recognize that, you know, human beings are complicated. We're complex. Mm -hmm. Nothing is black or white. Nothing is us against you. We have to start seeing the other as myself, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what the exchanging gifts are all about and bringing of service, like however it is. But we aren't mm-hmm. in service just to ourselves. We are in service to our community. So it's really bringing back the community and participating in it, however small. You know, it doesn't have to be big. It just has to be. And that's what the card says. I love it. I love that. Woo Squared is a production of Universal Network Studios. A special thanks to our recording engineer, Chris Dupuy, executive producer, Connie Deletti, content editor, Julie Fink, and audio post-production by Michael Seifert and David Shaw at Suma Recording. Original theme music by Jerry Mosby. If you love what you are hearing and want to keep up to date on episode releases, bonus content, and prize giveaways, please visit us at itwpodcast.com. And we'd really appreciate a Wootastic review on Apple or Spotify. So please subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Thank you again so much for listening. And we hope you join us next time for another episode on Inside the Wooniverse, a podcast brought to you from the corner of Fringe and Maine. Inside the Wooniverse.